2022 State Fair Classic. Grambling State versus Prairie View A&M. Saturday, October 1st at the Cotton Bowl inside the world's largest state fair. It's going down. Are you ready? One ticket gets you into the fair and the big game. What did you just say? Come early for the fair. Stay later for the game. One ticket. Also, also. At 4 p.m. performing live on the Chevy Main Stage. Grammy Award winning Ashanti live. Then, the classic kicks off at a new time. 6 p.m. Watch two new head coaches battle it out for the first time. The battle gets bigger at halftime. The world-famed Tiger Marching Band takes on the Prairie View A&M Marching Store. Saturday, October 1st at the Cotton Bowl. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Visit StateFairClassicFootball.com. Sponsored in part by City of Dallas. Dallas Sports Commission. McDonald's. Black and Positively Golden. Chevy. Cricket Wireless. And Methodist Hospital. Let's continue here on the program. We're joined by a gentleman who is in his fourth season in the National Football League, first with the New York Giants. He is a punter, a former box-to-row All-American at Arkansas Pine Bluff. The Giants, primetime, Monday night football against the Cowboys as Jamie Gillen joins us here on the program. What's going on, Jamie? Oh, just hanging out. Thanks for having me on uh on your podcast um just honestly getting ready for for monday you know it's a it's a big game because the because the next one um but it's it's exciting it's gonna be fun on monday night a uh, big rivalry so it's uh, it's all exciting stuff no question about it you're averaging 50 as you know 51.1 yards uh per punt which is fifth in the national football league your thoughts the giants are off to the fast 2-0 and start yeah, I mean, uh, we spent all off season uh, trying to build a culture here. Still trying to do it, you know, one by one, one game at a time. Um, it's been great. Uh, loving what Coach Dabo is preaching here. Everybody's trying to get on the same page, and I would say is on the same page. We're just riding the wave through the season. You know, it's hard to win a National Football League, um, and we just got to keep plugging away. You know. And for you, I mean, your thoughts on your your season, I mean, because when you look at it, I mean, you have been able to pin, you know, teams uh, back to give them, you know, more difficult starting field position and things of that nature, which has helped to this 2-0 start. Yeah, um, you know, every time I, I go out there, I, I'm not going to lie to you, I don't follow uh, stats at all because um, I, I don't think it paints a, a picture of what goes on in the game in my job sometimes. Um, I'm very much whatever I, I'm very situationally aware of where we need the ball placed to set up our defense. You know, I, I could, uh, you can average a lot, but can be out kicking your coverage. And that's uh, not the game plan right there. You know, we need, I need to match my distance with my hang time. Uh, the key one for us would be the net uh, average. That's where the ball was at ball's position for the defense. So every time I go out there, I, I go out with a mindset of where we're on the field, What's the down distance? Uh, where am I trying to get inside twenty? Am I trying to flip the field here? Hang time stuff like that. So I just um, have a different, a very different approach to uh, my punting sometimes on stats. So we just uh, when we're when we're have the opportunity to get inside twenty, we we try to get there every time because you know that field position is crucial for uh, these big games. You know. Yeah, no question. I mean, you broke it down right there. It's not all about the numbers. Although I would say your career average for net is in excess of 40 yards which is pretty which is pretty good I think uh you know but with that being said you know talk about the times that you you know you have to kind of uh get the hang time going opposed to trying to get the ball as far uh, as you can and how you're able to balance the two 
Yeah, uh, we work in practice uh, a lot, you know, just different things. Um, it It's kind of, so I kind of call it the gray area when you're from your 40-yard line to the, to the midfield to 50-yard line. That's kind of a weird position to be in because if I go and murder a ball or hit a ball really well, it might go into the end zone and that's a touchback. And ideally, we don't want that. Um, so we call it a 60-40 ball. If I kick it into the end zone, it's a 60-yard punt, but a 40-yard net so I kind of play with different punts in that area of the field to match the hang time and distance so we can get down there and cover so we can get the ball down inside 20 so uh, I go for after 40 yards you know 40 yards you want ideally goes you want 4.40 seconds of hang 41 yards 4.1 42 yards 4.2 so if I'm hitting 50 yard balls my goal is to be 4.9 and above for hang time so our gunners can have you know with the snap included almost six and a half, seven seconds to get down there and cover a 50 yard punt. So um, that's, that's, that's our goal for when we go out there and do that. Jamie Gillen punter for the New York giants joins us here on the program. The giants, of course, in primetime Monday night against the Cowboys. You're with the giants. You were with the Browns for three seasons, went undrafted, had a really good career with the Browns, were you, su- I mean, it's interesting, late December, were you surprised when the Browns waived you? Um, uh, I, I would, I would say, um, I, I don't really know what goes on in the minds of the people who make those decisions. I, I was, I had COVID, you know, uh, so that, that was a little bit, and, you know, that was not, um, not the way I would have liked to have gone out, you know, but that's just the nature of the beast in the NFL. And it opened up other doors that have been far more exciting for me. So uh, I, I did my post. I, I immediately got signed by the Bills and had a fantastic time there. That is another great organization that led to me signing here. And I tell you, I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the past six months of being here from top to bottom it's a great organization uh great coaches um the owner of the team uh both of them are fantastic individuals so it's 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 been great and we're just trying to build something here and the way i look at it is i i just was i was blessed as they say with another opportunity and it's up to me to take it you know there's loads of guys that can get opportunities and but can you take it can you do it when you're supposed to do it can you go out there fourth down, two minutes left the game, do your job when you're supposed to do it. So uh, I was just super happy to be here, uh, but uh, with the goal in my mind of being the best punter I can be for this team, and I'm here for a reason. They, they call you, I think you picked up the name, the Scottish Hammer in in, uh, in high school. Uh, you were, <laughs> matter of fact, in Leonardtown, Leonardtown Maryland, uh, uh, right with that. Um, you like? Do you like that name? Uh, you know, any you got anybody can call me whatever they want. I'm, I'm cool. I mean, it, it's, it was kind of funny. It kind of threw me off guard. I, I remember we were sitting in Pine Bluff, and uh, I think it was Good Morning Football or something came on. Tom uh, Tom Pelissero, they were talking about me pre-draft, and uh, and someone had found the old huddle film from like what my coach uh, had made and saw the Scottish Ham, and they decided to give you that nickname. Like, oh man, here we go. So. <laughs> It's stuck, and so I might as well roll with it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really cool name. I guess more on a, on a, on a serious note, your your thoughts on the passing of Queen Elizabeth? Oh, uh, 
yeah, you know, my dad's military. Um, so I was born into a military family. So, you know, we, uh, we, you know, mourn the loss of uh, the Queen and uh, we have that most respect for the monarch and stuff. So um, it's, it's kind of odd now that I've been in the USA for so long, you kind of lose touch with uh, a lot of the politics and what goes on over there. So uh, when that popped up on my uh, newsfeed, I was, uh, it's, 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 it's hard. It's, it, it sucks, you know, someone's, someone lost their mother. So it's, uh, everybody was, uh, was, was very upset about that, but um, you know, now it's going to be interesting the dynamics of uh, that situation over there. Yeah, no question. But you've been in the U.S. You're right for a long time. One thing you haven't lost is that accent, though. <laughs> I'm surprised, actually. I do sometimes. I do say things with a little kind of American twang to it. I think, <laughs> man, I can't, <laughs> what's happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, Jamie Gillen joins us here on the program. What do you? You know, it's interesting that take us through the story of how you ended up at Arkansas Pine Bluff? Yeah, it was, um, it was definitely a unique one. Um, I played five games of high school football. My coach was saying to me, look, you know, you've got a, a good leg. You, uh, you can get scholarships for this. And um, you know, my mom, my dad, and me were thinking, Scott, like, they would really give a kicker a scholarship. Okay. And um, teams were offering me preferred walk-ons and stuff, and I wasn't willing to take – I didn't want to take that because I was going to go back home and play rugby and do that route. Um, and then I got a scholarship to Bowie State, and I accepted it, and I didn't sign the paperwork. And then out of nowhere, my buddy was working at the gym. He followed a bunch of recruiters on Facebook. Someone had posted on Facebook that Arkansas Pine Bluffs kicker had decommitted. He goes, ah, oh, screw it. I'll put Jamie's film in there. I get a phone call that night. I was out with some of my friends. I accepted it. I remember the coach kind of saying, you don't have any other questions? I was like, no. He said, D1, full scholarship. I'll be there. And uh, I woke up in the morning, and I didn't even know what HBCU was. I, I had no idea what I was getting into. I thought it was a feeder school into the Razorbacks. <laughs> I was so confused. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. So I showed up. Um, and I packed my pack. I went home actually. I was like, "Hey, mom, I kind of did this. Uh, what have you done?" And so signed the paperwork, and I was basically researching the school kind of on the way to the airport the next uh, kind of five days, and showed up to Pine Bluff. And I, I, I'm looking back, it was probably a really good thing that I was very naive to um, college football. But as soon as I showed up there. I, Oh, man, this is awesome. The stadium, the grass, the weight room, the people. I was like, I'm, I'm here for four years. I'm going to give it my all. I just wanted to win football games. I had this goal of playing the National Football League. So I just dedicate my four years to it. And here I am. But it, it was a it was an interesting experience. It was it was good fun, but total culture shock, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt that that is absolutely great. So your thoughts, what is it going to take for the Giants to make it three and oh on the season prime time? Everybody's going to be watching you, right, uh, against the Cowboys. It is going to take everyone, everyone on that sideline in the box to do their job. Uh, so that's that's it's going to take high level educate, high level of execution. Everybody doing their job, doing their part, and being together as a team. I mean, you saw the past couple of games with. You know, it was a slugfest. We've we, we've gotten it out, and we got to We just have to keep doing it. You know, it, uh, whether it's a dirty win or a good win, you know, and our whole just focusing on the game plan this week, studying film, watching the opponents, going into Monday night fully prepared, 
and just going and then all, then from there it just takes execution and practice habits you know we're always concerned about the process especially for me graham and casey graham the kicker and Casey the snapper process is such a big thing for us and we focus on that all week and then you just have to you have to let it rip on on, on the monday night and see what you got you know yeah now you kicked a couple of field goals in preseason right yeah i did <laughs> yeah did you do that at pine bluff too yeah i did all three in pine bluff okay. um so that was it, it kind of just went just muscle memory just kind of went back to uh what i used to do i mean we used to kick a lot in in pine bluff and I was uh, I was blessed with uh, with two very good coaches um, in Pine Bluff that helped me on this on this journey. So I just kind of went back to muscle memory and <laughs> poked them through. <laughs> yeah, former botch to row all American fourth year in the National Football League. First with the New York Giants, he's the punter. He's known as the Scottish Hammer. He is Jamie Gillen. He joins us here on the program. Jamie, really appreciate the time. I'm trying to catch up with you for a while. We've gotten it done. Continued success to you and the Giants. Thank you. I really appreciate that.